Dude, that's the way to go, man. Cause I think of like about like when I first started selling beats, you know, back 10 years ago, 10 and a half years ago, I was in ninth grade. I remember like, and I, I've told this story uh, a lot of times when people ask how I, I started, but basically like in my first year of selling beats, I made maybe 200, $250. Right. But it was just something like I absolutely loved. And I remember just like, I don't even know. It was almost like I blinked. And four years later, I made 30K in a year. Like, I just like, I didn't even realize. And I remember like I had a, a buddy who um, he uh, like, he was just asking me like what I was doing and stuff. And then uh, I told him, I was like, yeah, I've made like 30K. And I like, didn't even think about anything. And he was like, dude, that's like serious, man. <laughs> like, this is like a real thing. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. And, and even the same with, with my YouTube channel. Like, I remember like, I remember like hitting a hundred, a hundred subscribers and thinking that was crazy and literally not even noticing again until I hit like 40,000. Like, <laughs> and dude, I think that's like, sometimes that's the way to go. Like, I, I know like, you know, both you and I are, are, you know, we have so much involved in business and playing with the numbers is cool. But sometimes, man, if you just keep those blinders up and just honestly, just like put your heart into it and don't even care. Like, like you said, you'll like, that's what really, I think, you know, like four years of legit just grinding not even like caring about any sales any numbers like that's what set me up for you know years down the road right help this thing turn into a a decade-long business right now hey what's up this is gabe from legion beats and midi money which is where we help music producers start grow and scale their music production businesses now if you'd like to learn more about how i was able to turn legion beats into a profitable business and how you can join our community of hundreds of producers all working towards that same goal head over to midimoney.com slash go all right so Omito beats welcome to the podcast <laughs> man how you doing I'm good, man. How about yourself? I'm good, man. I'm excited to talk to you. I've been, you know, I've I've known of you. We've had a couple little, you know, little chats here and there, but um, I've been a big, big admirer of, of what you do. And and um, yeah, it's, I'm excited to just get to sit down and, and have a conversation with you. Yeah, man. I think the last time we we had like a prolonged conversation, I think it was two or I guess two or three years ago. It was a while back. Uh, and then I know we've had the, the odd like Instagram message and, and stuff here and there, but yeah, convo is, is long overdue, man. Yeah, no, for sure. And man, a lot, lots changed in the last couple of years, for sure. Things have definitely evolved and grown and. Oh, definitely. All, <laughs> all that good stuff. Um, so I definitely want to, you know, get into everything, all the, all the cool stuff that you're up to now. Uh, but maybe we could just do like the quick, you know, version of kind of what got you into producing, what got you to where you are today. Yeah, sure thing. So uh, I started, I guess I came across FL Studio like super, super young. I was in like fifth grade or something. I remember just uh, just browsing around on on YouTube and uh, finding some video of some guy making uh, some some music in FL Studio. So I downloaded it uh basically you know it, it was like my hobby all throughout grade school like instead of you know video games xbox i was just kind of learning fl studio and uh i posted my beats online i guess when i was in ninth grade and i sold my first beat then and then legit it's been 10 and a half years now of of uh of uh, just grinding online, posting beats. I, I turned 24 this year. 
uh, my YouTube channel turned 10 years old. Finally got that YouTube plaque way in the way in the background after 10 years. Thanks, man. But yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's crazy to think how it's been 10 years and, and it's been my full time gig for uh, a couple of years. I've never really had a, a nine to five job because I started selling beats in, in ninth grade. Uh, but yeah, it's been a, been a decade of, of posting beats online. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. And I see like, you got, um, you know, a drum kit going now and, and a little bit in the, in the direction of producers as well. So I, it, from what I can see, it seems like your main audience is still rappers and singers selling beats, but you're also venturing into the producer world. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's always tough to, to kind of figure out like your perfect audience i think what we do because like you know you want to attract like of course rappers and singers because they're the ones buying your beats but then you know a lot of people on instagram they see my content and even though like i I post beat making videos or if they hear my beats online even though it's made for rappers with a goal of them purchasing a beat other producers kind of find my stuff and they're like hey this guy's cool so it's like my audience is kind of split like I don't know if it's a perfect 50-50, but I mean, I have this audience where I'm trying to figure out, you know, what I can do for them, like kind of thing. So I've put out a few drum kits. I'm, uh, I started a second YouTube channel pretty much in the summer where I was posting some tutorial videos, some beat making videos that um, I've already had over a thousand subscribers in the past couple months, which was pretty uh pretty good but yeah it's uh it's a a little bit of a mixed audience but i'm just trying to figure it all out yeah no it's interesting i think basically every producer has some version of that because just like you said (laughs) you know usually we start out because we're trying to sell beats and we're looking for that audience of rappers and singers and then a lot of times the the content is going to attract other producers yeah um and it and it's tricky you know like for me it was a big decision to decide first of all to even go into that world because i was you know building legion beats for years and um, i know that there's something magic about that singular focus where if you're really focusing on one audience and getting them one result you know i'm focused on rappers and singers and helping them make the best music get in front of the most people possible that that was my whole mission everything our products are are you know everything that we set up was for that one thing And so it took me a long time, even though I always wanted to teach, I always wanted to hang out with producers. I always wanted to, to build that second business that's now become MIDI money. It took me a long time to pull the trigger. And then even when I did, it was the decision of, Hey, do I keep sort of one channel? You know what I mean? Like most producers, what I've seen, they do keep that one channel. It's their name or whatever. And it's got a little bit of both. And I decided to split them out. So I've you know, I've got two Instagrams, I've got two YouTubes, you know, certainly two email lists. I definitely recommend anybody. Almost <laughs> yeah, no sure. advantage to having one, but it's, it's a tricky thing. It's a tricky thing for sure. Um, yeah, no, yeah. I was in the, I was in the same like boat. Cause I've like, I mean, I started out on YouTube, like that's why I started posting my beats. And for the past couple of years, I've kind of moved away from YouTube. Like I focused on Instagram and kind of building up, you know, my list and my own website and stuff like that. But I've always had this this goal of of coming back to YouTube, like with tutorial videos, since that's, you know, how I learned, right? Like I learned from watching some guy who he didn't even speak English, but he just showed himself making music. And that's how I learned. So it's always been a a dream of mine to come back. And and for a long time, like I was kind of like, I mean, just trying to figure out how to do it, right? Because I don't want to, I don't necessarily want to post content that you know, half my audience isn't going to find useful. So that's why I, I created a, a second, uh, 
second YouTube channel where it's like only like producer content. My main channel still beats. My Instagram is almost kind of like a homepage for everything, but now I feel it's, it's definitely hard to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's a battle. Um, yeah. And you know, my advice usually when producers ask about that, cause I feel like a very large percentage of producers do have aspirations to do some amount of both, you know? Um, yeah. but I think it's so, it's so hard to create a, a profitable, sustainable business. And the, the foundation of that is figuring out, well, who is that audience? What's the result I'm trying to get them? What's the sales process I'm creating? How am I generating leads? How am I converting them? How am I following up with them and nurturing those leads? You know, all those parts of creating a business, as soon as you start adding another one in there, now it becomes <laughs> not just twice as hard. It's like exponentially more difficult because your focus is split. You're creating twice as much stuff. You're So like my my recommendation for people is really start focusing on one. Even if your your goal is always to do you know, both or multiple things, get one really good, whichever one it is. And then once you've got the systems, the people, the process, everything in place for that business and things are going, you know, that's what it was for me with Legion was that by the time that I finally really felt comfortable to really go all in with MIDI money is because I had Legion Beats at a point where I did have the people, the process, the tools in place where I could only spend, you know, an hour or two on that business a week to kind of just oversee things. But I had all that in place where I knew it was going to at least keep going so that yeah it, it, you know that that's been my my model at least that that's at least helped a little bit yeah i feel you and that's like something that like i know like in the beginning like it's it's so tough to, to juggle like even get one business up and running like like i feel you know the same with mine like after after a decade i feel like things are pretty like kind of consistent you know with Om omito beats like i've been like for me personally, it's like, you know, my sales month to month are pretty much on average every, you know, month. So now I'm feeling like I got to bring kind of something new to the table to to mix it up. Right. And and now I feel like, you know, it was almost like Omido Beats was growing and growing. And then I, it's still growing, but it's kind of like, I don't know, not hit its peak. But I'm just trying to figure out other things I can do now to to push that needle further. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And that that's another challenge that comes up a lot is you, you do certain things to get you to a certain point. And then at a certain point, those same things are not the same things that are going to get you to that next point, you got to figure out, okay, how do I level up? What is that next step? And it's not necessarily doing more of what you did. It's, it's figuring yeah. out what is that next thing. Yeah. And that's like, that's been like, it's tough for me. But it's, I mean, cause like the past like couple of years, it's, I don't know, I haven't seen a, a whole lot of growth sales wise, like some months are, are better than others and, and steady growth, but it's just trying to been like figuring out, like, you know, like I said, like how to move that needle further. But now, I mean, at least I'm at a point where it's like, I kind of have something built that generates a certain amount of income every single month, right? It's pretty consistent. Yeah. So now I'm at the point where I can get a little bit creative and, and try different things. And that's, what's, uh, I mean, that, that's what's exciting about it, right? Is that there's just, you know, I could do something that has no results and then maybe try something else and it, it keeps working. So I capitalize on that. And it's just, uh, it's really just an ongoing guessing game, you know, of trying to figure yeah. out what works. Yeah, no, for sure. And and you are, you're in a position that, you know, so many producers would love to be in. And at the same time, I'm sure, like you said, you're you're figuring out how do, how do I get to that yeah. next step? So what what is your... Uh, you know, what is your process now, as far as those sales that are coming in, what, what's kind of your sales process? I know, I know you, we talked a little bit about, you've got some funnel stuff going on. I know you've got some beat store stuff going on. How, what's that kind of breakdown? What do those processes look like? 
Yeah, for sure. So my majority of my stuff is like my sales still comes from like beat sales, like beat leases, like through beat stars or, or my website or people hitting me up on, on like through Instagram uh, is still number one for me. Um, I, I'd say second is probably like custom production. Like I do a, a lot of, uh, I do a lot of like custom beats or uh, I have some, some artists that I work with, you know, month to month who they finish a beat and it's it's missing it's missing something so they pay me to put that like omito touch on it uh so i guess that and then then like you said i I do i've done some uh funnel stuff like being a member of of uh midi money i've i've learned a whole lot and uh for me i haven't been doing like the five free funnels type thing just because i already have like an audience built so instead what i took away from that was how can i uh, how can I give more to my audience, right? Like, I mean, I know there's customers who follow me that, you know, could use more Omido beats. They want more Omido beats stuff. So that's what I've been trying to figure out. And uh, I'm actually just getting ready for a, a funnel launch that I I do kind of a yearly type of thing where I uh, take all these unreleased beats that I've made throughout the year and I put them in one thing. And this year I'm, I'm giving out some online courses and, and some eBooks together with it. So uh, that's kind of been uh, been my focus. I know it's a it's really a mixed bag of all these different little sources of income. Yeah, no, that's I think that's that's how the game is played. You figure out you know each little thing that works for you. We've got we've certainly got multiple things going on. Um, you know, we do teach that sort of specific process as sort of like the foundation of you know yeah. uh, a producer starting out, which because it, it has been the the foundation for me, but it's definitely not everything. Um, so something that I would look at as far as, okay, if you're at a little bit of a plateau, let's say, is looking at the five core functions of business, something that I learned from a dude named Alex Sharfing, like soup, like incredible uh, business coach. I recommend anybody go check out his stuff. Um, but the five core functions are lead generation, then lead nurture. So uh, basically lead generation is like getting people on your list. Lead nurture is what's the process? How are you talking to those people to get them to step number three, which is conversion, which is that where they actually, you know, pull out their credit card, they type in their PayPal info, they actually make a purchase. And then number four is fulfillment. So actually like fulfilling on the promise that you gave them when they gave you money, right? Delivering those beats, delivering those products, the services, whatever. And then the fifth one is uh, retention, resell and upsell. And basically anything you're looking at, if you're looking to grow, if you're looking to, you know, uh, basically do anything, you just look at those five and see, okay, well, how am I doing on each of these and which one needs the most help? You know what I mean? And then now you can look at it in a, in a really structured way where before I know for me, I would kind of be like, ah, I just, I need, I want to be making more money. I want to be getting more customers, whatever. But once I looked at it like that, I was like, oh, okay. I see where the issue is. Like my, my lead generation is not good. I'm getting, you know, 20 leads a day, I want to be getting 300 leads a day or, or whatever it is, or, you know, oh man, you know what? I think my fulfillment sucks. Like I've got this membership, but the members area is kind of garbage. Let me make yeah. this better so that people, you know, stay longer. And then my retention, resell and upsell, you know, are, are better. So I don't know any, any of that ring true. Is there anything you can think of on, on yours that you're like, oh yeah. Okay. That's maybe that's why it's stagnant. Yeah. I guess, uh, in, in just thinking about like, you know, I was talking about how I did this funnel every year. And last year it, it, in my opinion, was like a total failure. I'd hit nowhere close to the, the numbers I was projecting. And and I think like I I missed out on a lot of those uh, things that you said. Right. And uh, I mean, even just putting it in more like kind of basic terms, 
I think something that I missed out on last year when I had this funnel that that flopped and I've been trying to improve this year is a lot of my personal brand, you know, something that helps me connect with my audience a lot more. And I've been trying to show myself a lot more on Instagram. And I mean, I have this funnel launching in uh, literally just a a couple of days from now. So I'm kind of curious to see if, you know, this year focusing on on lots of stuff, like you said, uh, is going to improve it at all. Nice, nice. So are you growing like um, uh, any kind of like early access list for that? Or what's the what's the promotion? What's the what's the strategy, the launch look like? Yeah, so I mean, this like, I don't have a lot of like the early access. I had that last year, I had all these things. And it like, like I said, like, it was a total flop. And I think the reason was, is because it just it didn't, looking back on it, I don't think it had any personality in it I think I was just like I was so focused on on like the on the prize right I was so focused I was like okay if this many customers buy this bundle I'm gonna make this much money and this is the goal right and then when I didn't like reach that goal it was it was a tough time mentally man to to you know have like basically the last quarter of last year were like my absolute worst month selling beats and so it was really like discouraging, man, played a really tough toll on me mentally. So this year, I'm, I don't know how, how good or bad this is going to sound like business wise, but I'm taking a little bit more of a relaxed approach to it. I've kind of like ever since I had that, you know, failure, I've uh, really taken a, a step or two back, uh, especially at the beginning of this, this year and, and where I've just been posting a lot of content you know, trying to get people familiar with my personal brand, my, my beats, see what I'm all about. And then uh, I'm going to try it again and, and get people to push that buy button. So I've been posting a, a little bit of stuff about it on, on Instagram here and there, trying to build up a list for it, trying to get people. But um, a lot of like, I think sales that are going to come from are from uh, people who are already on my mailing list who you know are familiar with my beats they they know everything about me they've shopped with me this year and so when I tell them that you know I have this Black Friday big year-end sale uh fingers crossed it it goes good right it'll be interesting to see how uh if a relaxed approach you know does uh does anything good but it's been I've been working it like all year just kind of in different ways yeah, no, I think, man, okay, I think there's a few things there. One, you know, one is just just being willing to talk about the times that go well and the times that don't go well, I think is awesome. Yeah. You know, sometimes people want to hop on here and just talk about, oh, I did this, this, and this. And it's like, yeah, you did that, but I bet there were some, some things in between that didn't work. So I appreciate you talking yeah. about that. Um, and I do think that um, there's a few things. There's definitely something about, you know, the the personal brand for sure, that connection, and I think what can happen is because it's easy to get caught up in the numbers, right? And I and I do yeah. I like to talk about the numbers because I think they can be inspiring. And to me, that's part of the fun of it. But Same here, yeah. I think the problem can be if we if all we're looking at is the numbers, because now all of a sudden we're yeah. looking at numbers and we forget that we're looking at people. And then it becomes less about what's the value that I'm bringing these people, what's the journey I'm taking them on. Um, and then it doesn't work anymore. Cause I'm just like, I just want to see these numbers. I just want, and it's like, well, they don't care about your numbers. They care about what's in it for them. What's the results you can get them. What kind of exciting journey can you take them on? How can you build tension and excitement? And then, and then, yeah, you know, release exactly. that with a bam, let's go, you know? So I think that that's, um, really important. It's, and it's easy to get hung up 
on the numbers yeah. in a bad way, as opposed to that's the, the numbers are the scoreboard, but like, you got to play the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're sitting there staring at the scoreboard, like shit's not going to happen. Man. Like the that's shit exactly happens while you're playing. That's exactly what I did, man. I was just like, you know, for, for like three months straight up, just staring at that scoreboard. And then <laughs> when, like, when it came down to it, like, I don't know, it just, it, like I said, it, it was discouraging, but I guess it was, it was good in a way. Cause it, you know, kind of forced me to take a step back and then, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm putting a little bit of a less pressure on myself this year, but trying different things, seeing what works and and just kind of taking it a step at a time. But, you know, so far so good. Yeah. And uh, that you reminded me too. the other part of that too, I think is the mindset of managing expectations, you know, being, being excited, I think is great. Uh, But also if you, if somebody has unrealistic expectations um, and then it doesn't, reach that level then it can be really discouraging and sometimes people give up after that or they're like yeah. ah, i don't want to try that anymore um so i do think that that's important and, and now that i think about it because i've you know I, I love i love geeking out on the numbers and i celebrate it and whatever you know we just we have a we had a couple big launches that we just did and it's awesome yeah. to see those numbers but every time like even on these ones right we did this uh we opened up our our uh, black friday pack early um, and, and drop that. And it was incredible. We did an early access list. We did like $10,000 in 10 minutes. And I think it was like 35,000 in the first crazy. day. We still got another two weeks to go. And yeah, it was nuts. But what was interesting when I saw that happen, I had, I realized that I had forgotten to set any kind of metrics or any kind of goals of what I was trying to accomplish. I was just yeah. so focused in on how can we make this incredible? How can we build attention? How can we make it exciting? How can we, do, you know what I mean? And then, and then I got to see the numbers and I was like, Oh, there's the scoreboard. Like, cool. This is incredible. <laughs> like now I'm going to talk about that. And I'm just, you know, and I'm super excited about it, but I wasn't even really thinking about that until it happened. So I think maybe that's kind of the key is just, that's the, how, yeah. How, how do you make it awesome? That's the way to go, man. Cause I think of like about like when I first started selling beats, you know, back 10 years ago, 10 and a half years ago, I was in ninth grade. I remember like, and I, I've told the story uh, a lot of times when people ask how I started, but basically like in my first year of selling beats, I made maybe 200, $250. Right. But it was just something like I absolutely loved. And I remember just like, I don't even know. It was almost like I blinked and four years later, I made 30K in a year. Like, I just like, I didn't even realize. And I remember like, I had a, a buddy who um, he, uh, like, he was just asking me like what I was doing and stuff. And then uh, I told him, I was like, yeah, I've made like 30K. And I like, didn't even think about anything. And he was like, dude, that's like serious, man. <laughs> like, this is like a real thing. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. And, and even the same with, with my YouTube channel. Like, I remember like, I remember like hitting a hundred, a hundred subscribers and thinking that was crazy and literally not even noticing again until I hit like 40,000. Like, <laughs> and dude, I think that's like, sometimes that's the way to go. Like, I, I know like, you know, both you and I are, are, you know, we have so much involved in business and playing with the numbers is cool. But sometimes, man, if you just keep those blinders up and just honestly, just like put your heart into it and don't even care. Like, like you said, you'll like, that's what really, I think, you know, like four years of legit just grinding not even like caring about any sales any numbers like that's what set me up for you know years down the road right help this thing turn into a a decade long business right now for sure and then also if 
you aren't hitting whatever numbers you'd expected, whatever it's YouTube subscribers or revenue or whatever, you're not even worried about it because you're just doing your, you're just trying to create yeah. value. You're trying to do the best, you know, create the best product, the best, the best content. And then you just look up at the scoreboard and you're like, Oh, cool. I'm winning. All right. Let me get back. Yeah. To work. <laughs> you know, yeah, let me celebrate, so yeah. but let me get back to work. Yeah. So that's, that's what it's been for me with this year and this funnel launch. So it'll be, uh, it'll definitely be interesting, right. To, I mean, for me to see when I'm just like, Cause literally I, I have no expectations from it. I've done funnels in the past where I'm like, you know, kind of doing all these mini calculations. And, and like I was saying, like figured out, like if this many people buy this, I'm going to do this. And this year it's, I'm running it. I'm launching it the day before black Friday. I'm uh, running it until the end of the year. I, I don't really know how it's going to go, but I think it's a, uh, I'm kind of excited for that randomness also too. It's, I mean, cause I, I've done like the full, like, you know, thought out stuff and all this stuff. And uh, I'm just, I'm just excited to see what this one does on a, on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think that that's the way to do it. And, and the part that I think should be planned out is, well, what is the customer journey? What is the first thing yeah. they see? The second thing they see, how, yeah. how can I make an incredible offer? Right. All that yeah. stuff. Um, and not worrying too much about, like you said, oh, oh, I'm, I'm expecting, oh, well, if this many people, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, where I do like to geek out on the numbers and I think it's fine is now that thing's going and you have it open for a week or two weeks or a month or a year, however long, now start looking at those numbers and then saying, okay, yeah. well, is this performing, you know, up to the benchmarks that are, are realistic, are, are expected? Um, and then if not, can I make little tweaks and changes and how do I optimize from there? To me, that's like the healthy version of looking at the numbers is Definitely, once it's going, man. you know what I mean? Optimizing from there. Yeah, because that's what I'm excited about, because this is really like the first kind of funnel oriented thing I've done in a in a whole year. And and after I had that that funnel failure last year, I was, uh, you know, taking a step back and then just kind of gearing up to, to, you know, give it another shot this year. And then, you know, going forward next year, I'm going to, you know, see what worked better this kind of technique compared to the last one. And, and I've got plans for some other funnel stuff uh next year but you know like you said just like really see how this one does maybe after a week or two kind of tweak it make it better and uh just honestly just uh improve you know make the next day better than the last right yeah no for sure and that that's where it really comes in i mean we had with this contest that we're running us the sort of the other other launch um that kind of is is going for a little bit longer we we launched it it's going really good the conversions for the first Thing that we were selling was great a really really high percentage it was it was insane at first it's come down a little bit um, but it was something like you know over 10 percent, which is really nice. really really nuts yeah um but the but oto number one the first upsell as soon as they click buy you know they see the next page hey how would you like to you know here's another incredible offer another beat pack um and that was converting at, at less than 10 percent, which is I, i'd like to see that a little bit higher and so then we looked at it, well, how can we make it better? What can we do? So we added some more bonuses. We added a couple info products. We kind of tied it in better with the whole contest and everything. Um, and now since we've made those changes, I'm looking at it right now, that is actually up to 18% from 10% to 18%, which <laughs> is crazy. Awesome. Cause that's, you know, the total of, you know, right now it's at about 6,000 bucks. Whereas if, if we hadn't made that change, it would be at, you know, about 3000 now, because it would be instead of, yeah. that, you know, basically 20%, it'd be 10%. And now over the course of the next several months as that goes, I mean, that that's going to be, you know, well over $10,000 just because we made that little change. So, so don't, yeah. don't sleep on making those tweaks as, <laughs> as once it's launched, you know? 
Yeah, definitely. And and like you were talking about the bonuses, I don't even remember in that last year that that funnel that I had failure, like if it if it failed or the one that failed, if I even had like good bonuses, I think in the past I've done kind of pretty, uh, pretty lousy bonuses. But this new funnel that I'm launching, I'm I'm pretty excited for the the bonuses, honestly. And, and in a way, I'm kind of more excited for the bonuses just because like I haven't really done it before and it's something like I think that people are going to just kind of continue to scroll through this this landing page I have and just kind of get more and more excited as they scroll down so uh no I'm 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 pretty excited about it that's awesome and that's you know that's what we talk about is creating a real offer where it's not just okay I could get beats pretty much anywhere but yeah how can I how can I you know bring some other things in that uh create even more value that solve more problems for my uh, my customers my potential customers do you what are what, can you share what some of those bonuses are that you have in mind yeah for sure so this one bonus actually comes from a, a mini online course series that i did uh i think last year in the summer it wasn't the the funnel that that failed but i did this mini course so i have all these like video courses legit it's just me like sitting in front of a webcam but i i show people uh, exactly like what I do on a, on a day-to-day basis to market my music. So I talk about like, you know, how I make my YouTube ads, my Google ads. I show people like how I upload my music through uh, DistroKid because I know like a lot of producers know DistroKid. There's still a ton of artists that I work with who, uh, you know, they, they send me their music and they just send it on like DadPiff or just an MP3. And I'm like, yo, send it to me on, on Spotify, right? So I do all these stuff about like walking people through uh, Spotify and just basically all, all the marketing techniques that, that I do with my own beats. And uh, I'm pretty excited for that. And then um, another bonus I have is this uh, ebook that I, I uh, just I, I wrote it just recently, but it's all about uh, Instagram growth, which is a, a pretty kind of topic that's been a, a huge focus for me this year. Uh, especially leading back to the spring and when everything got shut down because I shifted my focus from like uh, a lot of beat sale focus to building my Instagram and trying to build a a new audience that way. So, I mean, this like I've got verified on Instagram about a year ago. Um, I've been spending like $5 every day just on Instagram, just boosting my post. I've been learning a lot. Um, I've been doing a lot with Instagram reels recently. I've been getting like almost like over a hundred followers a day on Instagram right now. Nice. So it's something I'm I'm pretty excited about. It's definitely something that's like super, super relevant to right now. So that's why I'm, I'm so excited. But yeah, yeah those, man. those are two bonuses that I have that I'm really excited for. That's awesome. No, it sounds, it sounds like a great offer. I'm, I want to, I want it. <laughs> you know, just you talking about it, which is the bark of a great offer. And you start talking about it and you're like, oh yeah, that sounds that sounds really yeah. good. I'm excited because um, these offers like are, they're really like about me. And I don't mean that in a, in a selfish way, but you know, these are, are some things that I've been passionate. And, and like you said, like people can find beats kind of, you know, anywhere online, but these are two bonuses that are like, you know, one is a series of 20 videos of me talking. Like it's over like six hours long. It's like, where else are you going to find a bonus? <laughs> like it's me talking, right? And another one, it's it's me talking about my own Instagram uh, journey, which uh, like I said, like it's it's just something I'm, I'm super passionate about. And I think, you know, this year, a lot of people have like seen my face a whole lot on Instagram, whether it be in ads that I'm doing or, uh, you know, posting, trying to post uh, as many times in the in the week as possible. So 
I'm, I'm super excited for these bonuses I have. That's awesome. Well, man, let's, let's get into some of the, some of those Instagram gems that, uh, that, that you've been doing yeah. been experimenting with. It sounds like you've been having some success. Um, yeah. yeah tell me good. about it. What, you, what have you been working on? What's been working? Yeah. So I'll jump back to, I guess, when I really started to focus more on Instagram, because I've had my Instagram for a while and I've done, you know, several growth hacking type of techniques years ago, but it hasn't really been something where I've had a core strategy until, uh, the, the spring, like March, you know, when everything got, got shut down with uh, COVID, I was just thinking like, I was working with a couple artists like over email and they were going to buy beats soon. And I had two people who are about to buy beats tell me that they were like, you know, their job just got shut down so they can't work. So I was just like, I was just kind of, I would feel like guilty, you know, like telling people like, oh, buy these beats, buy these beats, buy these beats. When I know that people I'm, I'm working with, like are telling me their situations. And it just like it, it, it just it broke my heart hearing that. So I, I shifted my focus. And I was just like, okay, what I'm going to do uh, for now is just play the content game. I'm, I figure, you know, all these people are out of jobs. Everyone's probably like at home, you know, on their phone on Instagram. I want everyone to, to see me on Instagram. Right. And I figured, you know what, maybe if my beat sales dip a little bit, maybe I can, you know, still build an audience. And when, you know, things get back to normal, uh, I'll be able to, you know, kind of grow my business from there. Right. So I just wanted to, to build an audience on, on Instagram. And so legit, I was in the beginning, I was posting videos of me making beats, talking about my beats, uh, just this really, I think, entertaining content. And I was trying to do it every single day. I, I think I was doing pretty consistently like six, seven days a, a week uh, for a few months, uh, which, you know, a, a lot, like that's a lot of content, right? It's a, a huge consistency. And then I, I partnered that, you know, almost daily posting with, uh, ju I'm, it's just a simple method, but just boosting my Instagram posts for like $5 a day. And then just, uh, I run it for like, I set up a simple audience. I run it for three days. I know that like I could get super, you know, detailed with the, uh, you know, uh, Facebook ads manager and stuff, but this was just a, a simple way where I could just boost the thing quickly for three days, you know, put a little, a little bit of new content, um, and then come back in three days and, and see if it works. And if that one, you know, didn't really work, try another one. And now, you know, six ish months later or whatever we are now i think over that i've have a, a few posts that i knew if if i both if i boost uh they'll get me like hundreds of followers so i figured out like some posts that do really really well and uh i've been doing that and uh, another thing i've been doing recently is is getting into uh reels on instagram nice is, hold on uh, my bad i want to i want to get into reels but what yeah. what about those posts what uh what distinguished those posts that seem to um bring people in as opposed to the ones that didn't yeah so the Was ones that patterns i mean a lot of the ones that were like really good <clears throat> excuse me where uh um it was just me like jamming out on a on a legit just a midi keyboard right but yeah. i think like people saw that and i had like little annotations talking about like uh like the beat i was making and but i think what was really important was like making sure that those first couple seconds are super like interesting like something has to catch your ear like I have one post and it's like my best performing post it's this beat I have with a vocal sample and uh the first like second just plays this like acapella vocal sample 
And I don't know, I think it just like it sparked a lot of uh, attention for some people. So uh, just posts like that. But I mean, it's, it's nothing too complex. I mean, I have like some kind of animations, but I, I think really just people seeing myself, you know, I think it's also helped a lot with the, the personal branding too. just, you know, people remember what I look like now. For sure. So the ones that seem to work, it sounds like was you, you playing, you kind of showing your face. Um, yeah. As opposed to what do you remember? Was there some that seemed to not work? And do you remember what that content was? Uh, I mean, well, on Instagram, like I've had content in the past where it's just like a picture of like Drake or like ASAP Rocky. And I just like post that with like a, a simple like visual or a visualizer, sometimes without even like a visualizer. So it's just like people scroll through and they see a picture of Drake. But uh, I think this way it was just like it was entertaining for people to watch. And I think as more people kind of watched, it probably helps like, you know, my metrics a little bit. All these people are just like watching me like make a beat from scratch almost. So it's kind of yeah. hooked people to watch the full thing. Nice. Nice. No, that totally makes sense. Um, and then what about reels? You mentioned that you've been experimenting with reels. How's that been going? Yeah, reels. Like I've been focusing on it for just the past like two weeks, maybe. But, yo, it's been it's been like. <laughs> really good man it's it's tough to figure out and I've tried like getting into TikTok like I know it's like the exact same kind of thing like TikTok a while but I don't know you can have like one video just kind of go viral and take off and I've seen it happen with some buddies of mine um, I have one video that got like over 50,000 views and I posted it two weeks ago and it it still gets activity on it like that's what I kind of I kind of noticed about reels was that I had a few posts on reels and then uh, out of all the posts that I have on Instagram, it's like people would kind of still follow, like they would find those reels and they would comment on them, even though I didn't post on them for two weeks. Like I would check my Instagram and it was like a mix between people commenting on the post I just had and people commenting on like reels that I had posted three weeks ago. So I'm, it's such a new platform and it's really like there's barely any like analytics and barely any data that you can get but uh it's it's been good and and it's just been another thing where I just like okay I want to post on reels like every single day so it's something that just like keeps me on schedule just uh is is making me like push harder and harder on this new you know platform yeah no I've been noticing it's it's working really well and I think that that's just one little shortcut is anytime a platform rolls out a new thing, you know, like, yeah. like Instagram rolls out reels or when they first rolled out stories or first rolled out live, you know, any of that kind of stuff, they're going to, they're going to reward you with a ton of organic reach, you know, because yeah. for them, they're trying to win that game. Right. So when like Facebook and YouTube and Instagram all kind of started doing live video around the same time, they all wanted to win. They wanted to be the live video platform. So they yeah. want you to go to that platform because that's where you get the most engagement. It's just like for me when, um, you know, Snapchat was starting to really take off and I was like, yeah, I guess I should get on Snapchat. And then Instagram, you know, ripped them off right and created stories and yeah. then i started posting the stories and i was posting the snapchat and my stories were getting way more views than my snap so i was like all right i don't need to do snapchat right which is exactly <laughs> what instagram wanted to do so they're yeah. they're using me but i'm using them because i'm saying all right every time they come out with a new thing now they're trying to beat tiktok if you take advantage of it that organic reach might go away in six months a year who knows whenever when they move on to the next thing right but right now anytime they roll out something new just jump on it because they're going to reward you with a ton of organic engagement yeah definitely well especially now because i think they what did they do they like changed like the 
one of the buttons on the actual layout, I don't know if it was like the likes or the, or like the home button, but now it's like the center of focus on Instagram with this new update is literally reels. So you can tell like they're trying to, to get a lot of people. So I've been legit just like trying to, to learn the ropes. Like I didn't, I didn't play the TikTok game a lot. So I, I'm just, I'm learning how to make content like in 15 seconds, which is, is pretty hard, but I'm trying to learn it because I figure like, okay, right now it's, it's pretty similar to TikTok where all the videos are kind of based on your viewing history, but I know Instagram loves money, right? So like what happens if Instagram all of a sudden allows you to promote a reel? They don't allow you to do that yet. But uh, dude, I'm just like dreaming of the day when they do it. Cause I got some reels that have like already gone like kind of mini viral. Like I know they're working. So as soon as like they do some kind of feature and I can do something just to push it to that next level, I'm, I'm sure that would just like take off. But I've really just been like learning the ropes of it so far. And it's been good. It's been exciting. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Of course, like you said, they love money. I'm sure they will. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, they'll do whatever is going to maximize revenue. But I think right now, by not allowing people to do that, that it's going to feel more organic and people are going to enjoy yeah. it and they're going to come over to it and then they can run ads to them. You know, yeah, it'll get to that point, right? Like I know TikTok, like it's they've been kind of dabbling in, you know, the ads. I've, I've never done ads there, too, but I remember uh, kind of looking at it when they were just rolling it out. And, and now I think they're doing it a lot more so. I know Instagram already has like that kind of system set up. So uh, I'm just, I'm waiting for the platform to get, you know, even better and better, but it's just, uh, I'm just kind of seeing where it goes right now, but it's, it's been fun. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm, I'm sure they'll, they'll have that. And I've been, I just started looking at TikTok ads. I also started looking at Spotify ads, which I think could be an interesting. Yeah, I've looked at it a bit too. It's, it's, I mean, I looked at it for a bit. Uh, but it was kind of hard because you kind of have to, don't you have to do like a voiceover? You have to be yeah. like, well, they have, uh, they have different types of ads. They definitely have video ads. They definitely have voice yeah. ads. Um, I don't know. They might have purely visual. Cause I know like if you go like onto the desktop app or onto the web browser, maybe even on the app on the phone, they do yeah. have banners. Yeah. Um, so I think you can kind of do any combination. I think I just started looking at it. So honestly, I don't, yeah. I don't know much about it's, it yet. It's been a while. Like I, I think I looked at it like a, a year or two ago and, and I remember it was only like, um, like voiceover stuff. And I wasn't like super confident, like as I am on camera now. So I didn't want to get there and be like, uh, please go buy my beats at this website. <laughs> like, I feel like that wouldn't work at all. Like, I feel like it's, it would be an interesting approach. And it's just like, it's, it's a, it's a whole different learning curve. I feel like. Yeah, no, well, I'll, I'll, I'll keep you posted. I'll keep everyone posted as I look into it to see if it looks worth it, but it's definitely, they've really expanded their app platform um, nice. to where it looks pretty cool. They got a ton of stuff. The, the targeting is interesting because you can target, for example, people who listen to a specific podcast, you know, so that's, yeah. Hey, if they listen to, you know, producer grinder, blap chat, you know, or MIDI money, then maybe they're, you know, they're probably a producer. Um, I don't know. What would be the equivalent you think for a rapper or a singer? Is there any like podcast that's like rappers and singers are listening to? Uh, I'm, I'm sure that there's some, there's I don't know, be, talk, right? but I know that isn't there also a way that like, you can target like playlists or uh, albums or yep. like artists, right? Like, That's I mean, it, it, so if you find like, I don't know if everyone's listening to like a, an independent playlist, like I know that there's some that Spotify uploads like every week, but True. I don't know, like, I guess that's another kind of thing you could target too, right? If there's some sort of playlist that, you know, all these like 
independent rappers are listening to and, and try and target that. It's, uh, no, I don't know, super it, it could get pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And especially because a lot of those or some of them are, are probably run by, let's say, uh, uh, Dat Piff or a hip hop DX yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Right. Like I bet Distro those Kid ones... has playlists too. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. That, like they, they add like all the people who, uh, upload through DistroKid, or they select certain people who upload through DistroKid. So, you know, like mm. people who are, are in that playlist kind of are familiar with the online game because they're uploading the music themselves through DistroKid, right? That's another good one. All right, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta figure it out too. It's been, uh, it's been so long since I, I looked into it, and and I remember looking into it uh, with the kind of objective of getting people to stream my music on. Uh, on uh, those those services, but it would kind of be interesting to figure out a way to like, you know, drive people to a funnel or some sort of you know lead generation page too. Definitely, definitely, that's what I'm that's what I'm looking at for sure. Is you know on yeah. the artist side is you know directing them to like this contest we have going on or to yeah, yeah some free beats or whatever. And then on the producer side, you know, hey, go check out this training or this lead magnet or whatever. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I'm just looking at you know Facebook ads is still at the moment going great but it's also like you can get your ad account shut down so easy it's always been that I've way i've heard yeah it's oh, always like I've, sometimes you do something it's just like it, it screws sometimes everything sometimes you do nothing i mean it's bad yeah. so like so like i i've made it up until a few days ago without getting an ad account got did you get, get, shut down. you get shut down my whole business manager got shut down no so ad man everything um Jeez. luckily I was able to hop on to uh, Adrian's on the Anno Domini's. His yeah. ad account is still there. And so, uh, you know, Facebook don't listen. I signed in as my girlfriend. And then <laughs> since, so, cause even my personal account was banned from running ads from any business manager. So you can be banned in like 10 different ways. You can have your ad account, like, your business manager, you like your personal Facebook. It's, it's crazy. So luckily we're able to kind down. of make it work. Bro, it's, it's all this little stuff. I mean, they are going more and more on the side of just being safe, right? So anything, especially yeah. with the elections, uh, anything that oh, has to true. do with yeah, yeah. employment, any, like they don't care. And, and a lot of it's really automated and they would rather just shut you down and then review <laughs> it over the course of the next couple of weeks. And maybe they bring wow. you on, maybe they don't. Um, so it's, it's just so like flimsy in a way. It's still incredible. Like, you know, just this launch that we yeah. did a week ago, we've already spent, I think like, I don't know, 14 or 15,000, we've made like 22 or 23 back. So nice. it's like, it's hard to beat that. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it could be taken away so easily. So I'm just looking at all these different ad platforms. What are the, you know, making sure that we're, we're solid if, if the day comes and I'm sure it will eventually when Facebook ads just suck or we just can't use them anymore. So that's yeah, why I'm looking no, more into like TikTok and Spotify and, and all this. That's what stuff. I've been like trying to do, like on the, on the personal brand side, just like, mm -hmm. cause like you said, I've always thought like, you know, I do so much. I, I I've always done like so much like sales from YouTube and that's like the platform I grew up on. But uh, what if something just happens and like YouTube like shuts down my account. Right. Or like, the algorithm just like hates me all of a sudden. Right. So that's why I've been focusing on like my personal brand. Cause I want people to kind of get familiar with me on, on any platform I'm on. So if uh, you know, like even like if, if a new opportunity comes up like reels, I can kind of drive all my content there and, and figure that. But yeah, that's why it's, it's so important to be on, on all these different platforms just in case that day comes. Yeah. And it always does. The day always yeah. comes, you know, yeah. these social media platforms, <laughs> they're, they're always evolving. You know, they're always changing the algorithms change everything. So 
yeah, having that, you know, the personal brand is huge because that comes with you no matter where you go. And then also having that list that you own, right? The emails, Definitely, the phone numbers, yeah. the things that you can actually take with you that aren't platform specific. I mean, that's huge. That's the reason, you know, the when we opened up the the beat pack that we did last Sunday, you know, when we when we opened it up, we did that ten thousand dollars in ten minutes. That that was no paid traffic. That was completely off of uh, email and SMS. That was it nice. because we had that direct connection with those people, and nobody can shut us down from that. We can take our emails and go from active campaign to get response to wherever you know phone number, same thing. We're on yeah. this one called Yeti Text. We can take it over to Simple Text or you know wherever we want to. That that's me is really the game. But you're right, personal brand is is the other thing that nobody can take from you. Yeah, I think too, just like being able to to pivot, like if something, you know, doesn't work and something stops working, you know, shift it up, right? I think like one of the reasons I've been able to literally like be in the game for over a decade now has just been because I'm constantly doing, you know, new things, right? Like I used to make like these aggressive trap beats and uh, they stopped doing as well as some of my pop beats. So I started making pop beats and Right now I'm making like these indie rock like <laughs> style beats, right? But it's it's doing good. I've I've always just been open to literally like I don't know. And that's like what I love about what we do is that we can like literally just change up anything, right? And and see if it works. Yeah, no, that's part of the uh it can be but it's part of the fun too, is just always yeah. looking for those new opportunities and knowing that, hey, this thing that you've built on this platform it might it's probably not going to be around forever but you can you can still take the the skills that you learned and then apply them to the new platform the new genre the new whatever it is yeah it's it's all Um, just the everything's a learning experience right and the the more you learn definitely the the more you can grow in just so many different ways yeah no definitely definitely so what's what's next what do you got coming up that you're excited about i know you got the the unreleased pack coming up uh anything else kind of on the horizon yeah i mean the the funnel is definitely the the big like kind of conclusion to this year and that's kind of what i've done the the past three years now so that's always exciting uh going into the 2020 i want to do uh or 2021 not 2020 again <laughs> please please god no <laughs> <laughs> going into into the new year um I think I want to do a lot more like courses and, and just more helpful stuff. Like I was on um, a beat stars podcast uh, just a, a couple of weeks ago and, and all these people were saying like, uh, I don't want to sound like cocky, but all these people were like, you know, how'd you get so comfortable with speaking in front of uh, a camera? And it, it's something like I've, I've worked on through several vlog attempts and podcast attempts of my own. And uh, I just, I love talking about, you know, music and, you know, from nine to five every day it's it's legit just me so having some platform to talk to is uh is something i want to do so i think i want to do a lot of courses for both um music producers and artists you know i think i've really kind of been this past year especially developing my own kind of sound and production style even though like anyone you know who knows my music will know i'm super diverse and every single day i'm making a different genre of beat but it's kind of all unique and I think it really has like my own personal touch and there's, you know, these specific ways I go about making beats. So I, I want to try getting into courses like more for producers. Cause I haven't gotten into a producer course yet. I did an artist one that had a lot of fun with. So uh, I want to do stuff like that and just kind of help people. And, and I love like 
you know, building courses, setting up different video angles, doing all that stuff. So I think that I'm going to be, you know, uh, really learning a lot from this funnel that I'm about to launch in a few days, going to spend the rest of the year, like, you know, tweaking it, trying to figure out what's been working compared to previous funnels and, uh, going forward into the new year, just, uh, try a lot of courses. And I don't know, another thing I have in mind too, is kind of, I want to do something different every month, like a, a mini project. So maybe one month I do like this mini course and maybe another month I do a mini course for producers or something. So just, I just want to try a whole bunch of different things really in the new year and see what works. Love it. Love it. That's part of the fun. Just experimenting with, uh, with all the different stuff. It's the, it's the game we get to play. And, and yeah, as far as yeah. like courses and stuff and teaching is something that I've really mostly got into in the past year or so. And it's, I love it. It's, it's a different type of fulfillment. It's another, it's a different, you know, it's, it's awesome to do this stuff on your own and, and get it done and, you know, whatever, get the sales or, or whatever it is. Um, but then when you can teach other people to do that, and then you see, you know, the success there, ha- I mean, right, right before this, I just got off a call or off a, a live stream with uh, temper beats and, uh, they just did this whole giveaway that led up to this launch. And, and so I got to hop on for, for part nice. of the launch. It's like, it's so cool to see like, oh yeah, like, you know, he's modeling <laughs> after the, the sort of formula that we've done of that giveaway and he's using the funnels and the scripts and a lot of the stuff and, and really making his own and making it incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, he's dope. And, and, uh, so it's just so fun. It's a it's another level. Whereas like I I used to have a little bit of the mindset where I'd see you know I've, I've uh, a lot of people would copy what I've been doing for for a while. It's just it you know yeah I, I get it. Um, <laughs> and so but it used to be kind of annoying. And now it's like now I love it. Now I'm proud. Yeah. Now it's like yes let like come on over. I'm gonna show you everything I do. Let's go. Let's do it together. You know. So I I think that you're uh I think you're on the right path there with the, with yeah. the courses and stuff. It's fun. Well, I think like, you know, you and me, like, I know we've been in the, in the production game for a while. And I think back to when I like started, like, you know, there was like nobody helping out each other. Like everyone was like, so kind of like scared that other people would take other people's sales. Like you asked someone like, what, like, oh, is that a sample in your beat? And they would like hate you for that. They're like, no, I'm not giving out any secrets. And yeah, it's so interesting, you know, for me, like literally having my beats and, and being in this game for, for 10 years is seeing really just a huge like culture shift from people like, you know, so protective over everything right to now, like people are like sharing like their strategies, collaborating on like even Instagram videos, like even like, you know, YouTube videos. Like I just saw, like, I think like Ed Talenti and uh, Kyle Beats and these other guys just started like some mini like beat contests. And that just like, it blows my mind. Cause like, dude, when I was starting out, like, you know, no one wanted to share secrets with anyone, right? Like, it was like, you you would like make sales and you'd be like so worried if, if anyone would take that from you. But it, it's exciting to see like other people around you uh, winning. And that's like, it's it's so awesome. Like seeing that in the in the producer community right now. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And the truth is, aside from just, hey, you should just be happy for people winning because that's it's just a nice thing to do like the reality is it's good for business like you know use yeah. an example of temper again we're we're affiliates for each other's stuff so we're i'm letting my audience know about what he's got going on he's letting his audience know about what we've got going on and so we're both generating more revenue than we would have we're both 
creating more value for our audience. You know, same thing with with Wish and and you know, now I've been doing this with Anno Domini for a while now, where we're able to share that audience. It's not like, oh no, like now you got the sale. It's like, no, like together we're actually gonna bring even yeah. more value and make even more money. It's actually good for business to share those those secrets and get you know and create this community of other producers it used to be where i used to reach out i'm sure this you know conversation that we've had in the past where i'm like i'm going to do this little black friday launch i think it's going to be great and and i it would just be crickets nobody would reply no producers yeah. were like oh i don't i'm not gonna wait you want me to send my customers to you like hell no you know and now it's a little <laughs> different they're like oh okay gabe he's the he's the guy who makes money all right i guess maybe i'll try it on i still don't yeah. really get it but sure. you know at least there's some progress <laughs> there and i think there is you know beyond that a little shift like you said in that in that mindset in general which which i think is awesome because it's it literally is better for everybody yeah definitely and it dude it's it's something like that i like i'm still like because i'm still kind of used to the old ways like a little bit right because i feel like you know had so many people like that i've you know, like you said, tried to reach out to in the past and just seen so many like people like always keep to themselves. So uh, definitely, like, I just want to figure out more ways that, that I can, like you said, like partner up with other producers and uh, just learn from other people too. It's like every time, like, you know, you and I've had a conversation, like I walk away from it and I'm just like, man, I'm, I'm so pumped. I just learned so, so much stuff. Right. And it's just like, I mean, there's, there's so much value in, in, you know, collaborating right like like I said you know I'm I produce like I work by myself like I'm here like in this studio room like literally like you know nine ten like 12 hours in a day right it's it's just me so it's always great to to figure out you know something to do with some other uh, like-minded people it's always exciting definitely definitely and, and yeah I love seeing it you know shift more and more and um, you know, it's still, it still is frustrating for me because there's still a lot of producers and it's mostly the ones that have been in the game for a little bit longer that yeah. are so precious about their brand. Like, oh, well, I can't, I can't be an affiliate and send somebody to your offer. Like my, my precious little list and my precious <laughs> little brand, like it would ruin me forever. And it's like, bro, chill out. First of all, you're not that special. And second of all, <laughs> you're going to get, those people are going to get more value from it. You're going to make yeah. more money, like, like calm down. So it's, Anyways, it, it's been fresh. Anyways, yeah, it's, no. it's shifting. I know what you mean. Uh, which, which I'm, which I'm happy about. And uh, I think, I think also as you know, over time, over the next couple of years, because I think this newer generation that is coming up now, it's just normal. You know, you look in the Midi Money Group, all these guys who are doing launches, they're all affiliates for each other because that's that's the model that we're teaching, that we're yeah. learning is like that's how to win. And so they're just like, yeah, of course I want to. Like, please, let's do it. <laughs> so that, that I'm excited about that new generation that's that's all in on 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 collaborating it's you know it's fun it's definitely man yeah i agree yeah man well shit um uh man before we wrap up here what's what's kind of the best way for people to to find you um what you got coming up and and anything else that you'd want to share before uh before we get out of here yeah i'd say just the the best like the platform i'm most active on is instagram uh at omito beats o-m-i-t-o beats uh, I'm literally like on that platform, like all hours through the day, <laughs> replying to messages, posting stuff. So, uh, and yeah, like whenever I post, you know, new updates about, you know, funnels I'm doing or courses or videos or just cool stuff. I always posted my story. So Instagram is the, the best place just to, to, to stay updated with me. Awesome. Bro. Always a pleasure to speak to you. Appreciate you taking the time to hop on. Oh, and, always, uh, man. man, best of luck on the, on the launch and everything else. Thanks, man. It's, it's uh, always great to chat with you, bro.
Thank you for listening to the MIDI Money Podcast. If you're not subscribed already, please be sure to do that right now on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate if you do me a quick favor and rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or comment and like the videos on YouTube. You know, those ratings, reviews, those comments, they all show that people are getting value, helps the algorithm and helps get this podcast out to more producers. So it means so much to me if you'd be willing to take a couple minutes to do that. Oh, and if you'd like to learn more about how I was able to turn Legion Beats into a profitable business and how you can join our community of hundreds of producers all working towards that same goal, head over to midimoney.com go.